I'm Lana Lee Wilkins, and this is the Upstreamers Podcast, where we challenge moms to respond instead of react. Join us as we fight the currents of this culture and swim upstream. Today we're going to talk about transformation. So transform just means to make a thorough or dramatic change. For me, when I complain about something, it's like I'm putting my arm out against transformation. I have decided in my mind, I'm going to think about stuff I don't like. I'm going to complain. I'm going to feel like I could have had something better or something didn't go my way. So I'm going to gripe about it with a little two-year-old or three-year-old. We'll use the word whining. You're just whining. Or we have a little whiny chair that we put them on. And it's just a regular chair. But And we'll put it in the middle of the room because we don't love the idea of isolating our children um, to punish them. But we like to keep them close and be firm about this no complaining rule. So we'll set them in the chair and they have to sit there. We can talk to them while they're there, but they are hushed. And if they talk, then they get disciplined. If they get up, they get disciplined. Because the whining chair, the complaining chair, is about resetting, transforming your mind from one attitude to another. It's amazing how just taking some time to, one, admit that we've complained, two, admit that it was kind of coveting something or idolatry that got us into that place, and recognizing that as sin, that when he says, do everything without complaining, that's a command. So I can wash the dishes without complaining. I can pick up my room without complaining. I can do math without complaining. I can do the laundry without complaining. Have you noticed this usually circles around school and chores for the children? Now for me, complaining circles around my plans and cleaning, let's be honest. Uh, how the day is gone. You know, if the day is going well, if things are on on task, things are getting accomplished. I really like an efficient day. And when things aren't feeling efficient or if other kids are complaining, then I start to kind of spiral down into complaining myself. So what do we do when we are surrounded by other people complaining. What do we do then? If my kids are in a bad mood, I have to be super, super cautious not to get sucked into that. And I find it really hard. Have you ever had like other people in your family that are sporting bad attitudes and they're just kind of griping and complaining? And what do you feel like doing? Yeah, you're like, oh, I wish people would stop complaining. Gosh, everyone around me is complaining. And you're complaining about them complaining. But my point is, when you're surrounded by people who are complaining, it's hard to not get sucked into that and swept away by that attitude. And sometimes I pick the right one. You know, sometimes I totally respond with God's love and instruction and discipline and training for my kids. And sometimes I get swept away. As a mom, I'm sure you could think of many opportunities for transformation in your life, but I just wanted to share one example from The Velveteen Rabbit. The rabbit. 
rabbit asks the skin horse, what is real? He knows there's something better than what he's experiencing. The skin horse totally fills him in and it doesn't sound very pleasant. So one of his questions is, does it hurt? And the skin horse is very honest. He says sometimes, but when you're real, you don't mind being hurt. I've given up my rights to become offended. Did you hear that? I mean, does that resonate with you? As moms, as Christian moms, we have given up our rights to be offended. And let me tell you, I have been offended by my children. They have said things and done things that have totally hurt my feelings. But I have given up my rights to be offended. So does it hurt? Sometimes. But when you're real, you don't mind being hurt. Transformation. Christ can totally transform our hearts to be so loving that when people hurt us, our response is love. Okay, one more bit about the Velveteen Rabbit because it is just so rich. If you haven't read it in a while, please go back and read it. It is such a sweet tale. I mean, I'm not kidding. It makes me cry every single time. Now, okay, that's why I don't read it every day. Okay, so there's this one section right after that one. The skin horse is talking about being real and he says, it doesn't happen all at once. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't often happen to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. Does that sound familiar, moms? We might look or feel a little shabby, but it doesn't matter. Because once you're real, you cannot be ugly. And you're not. There's no part of you that's ugly. Jesus died for you. He died for me. He has made us beautiful. So I don't know what you're going through today or what your day has been like so far, but if you feel like you're down in the dumps, like kind of being swept away into the currents of complaining with your kids or whining, then just know there's hope. There's transformation ahead. you enjoyed today's podcast about transformation. You know, God has been transforming my life pretty much forever since I was born and he's doing the same for you. The big difference between being transformed and being forced has to do with our heart position. And it comes with, I think, our favorite word as women. Get ready submit. I know it's not a super popular word. The word submit kind of sounds like a dirty word in some Christian circles. It's like the word that no Christian woman wants to like admit that she's supposed to be using in her life. But hopefully you don't feel that way. Or if you do, then look ahead. Transformation is probably headed your way at some point. Anyway, submitting to the process of being transformed by God, that is way different feeling than being forced. So God, he does what he wants to do. 
let your will be done thy will be done god is sovereign and in charge and guess what that means we're not okay i'm learning that i gosh i know i'm not in charge but man i feel I feel like I am sometimes. So transformation for me has honestly come slowly over a long period of time. Things that I thought I knew in my 20s, I feel like I started to learn in my 30s and I'm still learning in my 40s. And I'm guessing as I talk to women that are older than me, I'm guessing I'm going to keep on learning about the same things my whole life. God just kind of deepens our understanding of, you know, how little we know and how small we are and how amazing and huge and great He is. So as He transforms us, let's just be women that resist the current, but we don't resist God. You know, there's times that he wants to pull us close. He wants to bring us in. And so let's not get in the habit of just resisting, resisting, resisting. And then when it comes to God, forgetting, oh yeah, I can relax with him. We can relax with God. So that's it for today's podcast. I'm so glad you joined us. If you want to connect with our group more, go over to Facebook and look up the word Upstreamers in the group section, and we would love to invite you in. As for complaining and the issue of transformation, don't forget that this is November. We don't have to just be thankful during the month of November, of course, but the world even is hyper-focused on gratitude and thanksgiving, even though they're godless. So yeah, as Christian women, let's look for those opportunities to be thankful, to say no to complaining in our life, and to encourage in our kids, be proactive with ourselves and our families, to look for ways to be thankful. Have a great week, ladies. And remember to keep swimming upstream.